0: Join this fantastic group as they celebrate the holidays in their first ever visit to the Wild Feeder Stage, Saturday, December 17th at 7 p.m. Saturday, December 17th at 7 p.m. at the YO Theater. Things Tickets are available now at the Yo Theater do box office or online you at YoTheeder.com.
1: Are you wondering what your business is worth? Or have you considered buying or selling a business? Contact me, Alicia Cox, Certified Valuation Professional at Harker-Mellinger to discuss how a business valuation can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. Harker-Mellinger has been providing professional valuation services since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker-Mellinger,
0: located at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. I'm with Candace. Crane from Sheridan Honda
2: and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Honda is back at it again with another great redesign. Tell me more. The brand new CRV is sleek and modern inside and out. It has more legroom and cargo space. And I got to tell you, I've been driving it for a few weeks and it's by far the easiest and most convenient vehicle I've ever driven.
0: I should check that out.
2: You should. And while you're visiting, we'll give you an offer to buy your current vehicle. And if you sell us your vehicle before the end of December, we'll give you a $100 gas card.
0: Get some extra Christmas cash at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. If you think the only job at the radio
3: station is in front of a microphone, you're missing out on some great opportunities. Share to media's positions include advertising sales, promotions, business administration, journalism, IT, graphic arts, engineering, and more. Find out about career opportunities by visiting the broadcaster's virtual job fair. December 13th through December 17th at BroadcastersVirtualJobFair.com. This job fair will provide information about jobs available in the broadcast industry as well as specific positions at Sheridan Media. You'll have the opportunity to apply for great jobs online to begin your career in Wyoming's exciting broadcast industry. Cyberspace is never limited stop by the wyman association of broadcasters job fair sponsored in part by shared media at broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com Veterans,
4: there's a new law called the PACT Act, which expands VA health care and benefits for millions of veterans and their survivors. Join the VA for a resource fair this Friday, December 16th from 7 to 10 a.m. at the Hub on Smith to learn more about it and other benefits. They'll also have free grab and go breakfast and coffee for veterans as well. Don't miss it. You'll receive very valuable information regarding the PACT Act, which expands health care for veterans and their survivors. It's this Friday from 7
0: to 10 a.m. at the Hub.
5: roads remain closed if you have to travel today it is best to leave very early take your time over the phone i am joined by sheridan county commissioners christy haswell and nick siddle good morning commissioners
6: good good morning floyd morning floyd can't you fight your way to town <laughs>
5: yeah. Uh, well, the the only problem I've got uh, about five o'clock in the morning, five thirty somewhere around there, me and my wife wake up and we check the roads, and sure enough, they are still closed.
1: Tis the season.
5: Tis the season. I'm going on day three here.
1: We're we're feeling good about ski joring in February.
5: <laughs> that should be. Uh, pretty good pretty good how have you been faring in this weather
6: oh you know uh getting up early plowing snow out in the country That the county the county's been very good about getting the county roads plowed we have nothing but praise for our county road and bridge crew they've been doing a great job this morning they had some roads with five to ten foot drifts and they were having some pretty serious issues this morning but be patient with us and we'll hopefully get through them all today
1: and and just a kudos to our courthouse maintenance guys they were here early getting things plowed and and some salt down so um... everybody's working extra hard right now
5: absolutely now is the courthouse open today
6: yep we sure are we're business as usual at this point um, we did close early on uh... monday afternoon because the condition we wanted to be able to get our employees home before dark but right now it appears like we'll just be business as normal for the day
5: okay fantastic how are the roads around town are they are they okay
1: the roads around around town are open it's it's those side roads that I think are hard for those low clearance vehicles and, and folks that are kind of parked in the deep snow um, along the sidewalks this you know the city's um, trying to get around to everything as fast as as fast as they can but this takes some time
6: low clearance vehicles are having serious issues with parking right now anywhere
5: yeah i can i can imagine imagine that that. i mean mean, i'm looking outside my window right now now, my neighbor's neighbor's sidewalk sidewalk is absolutely absolutely bare bare. i have about two and a half feet of snow on either side of mine
6: mine. (laughs) (laughs) yep all depends on what direction the wind blows huh
5: that is exactly it. It all depends on where you're at when the wind wants to come through. Now, our, so it is business as usual. There's absolutely no services that have been postponed.
6: Correct. The school district is on a two-hour delay. Sheridan School District Two, um, District One is canceled today, and District Three is doing virtual learning from home today. But. So the school schedules are changed. Um, other than that, as far as I know, most things are still all going on today.
5: You know, I think that was one big silver lining to the whole COVID thing, is that we could now Zoom and virtually do our school during snow day. And I know that really disappoints a lot of kids out there.
1: It, it makes that transition way too seamless, unfortunately, for those kids.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah, poor guys, poor man. man. <laughs> all, right. all right. Now, does emergency management have contingency plans for heavy snow? Is that something that he's felt that we needed?
1: There are, um, you know, other than early communications, you know, Jesse was emailing this morning giving everybody the heads up at, at 6 a.m. and just, just making sure that um, kind of his network of folks are in the loop and we're all talking to each other. Um because we, we are, you know, having discussions about whether or not to close the courthouse, um, making sure we're aware of issues Road and Bridge might be having, that sort of thing.
3: Right. right.
5: All right. Now, uh, when, it uh, when it comes to, to emergency management, management we've, we've got a new we've got staff a new member up there right? there,
6: right? Outstanding. We sure do. We have a uh, – he's on his way. We're going to have a new bomb-sniffing dog for Sheridan County. And uh, and so we're really excited about it. And and the the uh, 48 classes participated in voting in all three school districts in the school. And uh, so here's the here's the big announcement: is that the new dog's name is going to be Scout. So <laughs> that's very
5: good, perfect, perfect.
1: And Floyd, um, right now there's three dogs that they're training. Two are boys, and, and one's a girl. So, obviously, the nice thing about Scout is that it would work either way.
3: Yes.
5: Yes. Yeah, that's kind of a universal name. Universal name. I, and I think, uh, I think what, it's uh, great because that's, great. Part, that's of
6: part of the job. Part of the job. That, right. That's absolutely the job, yeah. yeah. So. The dog's been in training for two months. And then when it arrives, then Jesse, our emergency management coordinator, and the dog will train together for three weeks, and then they'll be certified to work. So by the end of January, we should have everything up and running, and the dog should be ready to go serve the community. And, and by the way, the whole state, because this will be probably the only bomb-snipping dog in the state. So he'll be on call. That's
5: fantastic. Fantastic. Um,
6: um,
1: as we've dug into this, um, you know, it's interesting, kind of those those um, pinch points in the supply chain, there's been a shortage of bomb dogs. Ours is actually coming from Europe. Um, <laughs> this is new information to us, that about at least two-thirds of, of the bomb dogs that are in the U.S. come from Europe.
5: Really? Really? Yeah, I wouldn't COVID- think that there'd be a dog
6: shortage. A dog-
1: Covid's caused shortages all all over the place, um, and we we wanted to make sure that we we sent a thank you to Sheridan Seed and Company for sponsoring the dog with food and supplies. Um, they're they're supplied at cost with a bag donated for free for every eight bags purchased. Kind of some details there, but really wanted to thank Sheridan Seed and Company for for supporting Scout that way.
6: And then by the well, way, fantastic. You- if you buy your dog food at Sheridan Seed, you get every eighth bag free too. So that's just a good plug for them for the work they're doing. For well, them. and and
5: what a great way to contribute to our emergency management. You know, hey, it's kind of one of those moments when you get to say something with a little bit of pride. You know, I'm the one who feeds our bomb dog.
6: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and and by the way, our our bomb dog is going to have a Facebook page, so if you go to Facebook.com slash sheridan k nine scout, that's the letter K, the number nine scout, then you will be on his on Scout's Facebook page, so you can know what's <laughs> going on with Scout.
5: that's great, man. The kids are going to be able to follow Scout and all the activities that uh, I guess you could say he, she does.
1: Yeah, I also wanted to mention that the the training and the dog um, is paid for by the Homeland Security Grant, Um, but, of course, not the food, not the vet bills. So so those are our only costs. Um, But if folks felt like they wanted to help support scout um, that is a a tax write-off just putting a little plug in there if there's classes interested or kids anywhere um, that were interested
5: now i can remember as a kid kid kid, when uh... the county i was living in at the time got its first drug snipping -snipping dog and they brought brought that dog dog into the classroom and gave some really cool demonstrations on how the dog accomplishes its mission. Is that going to take place? Is Jesse Ludekowicz going to take the dog to school every now and then and kind of uh, demonstrate how the scout will do their, their job?
1: I'm sure there will be an education piece, Floyd, for sure. Um, it's just good to get the word out there and, and – and, just as awareness of how important something like this is and, and what an asset it is for the county. Like Nick said, um, there's not very many out there, so Jesse will, will be traveling some with this dog as well.
5: I think that's fantastic. And uh, a, a big thank you to Emergency Management Coordinator Jesse Ludekaus for being so proactive and getting this dog up here to Sheridan County.
6: You know, he has been, and he's, he's been very proactive on getting us a new county emergency management plan. I mean, uh, we, we've had a great emergency management department here at, at Sheridan forever, and, and the, you know, the Jesse's come in and, and taken over and done a great job, and, and our, our emergency management operations at Sheridan County are, are very strong and very good and, and I think very respected around the state.
5: And I will say this, you know, as a reporter, it's great to have Jesse in there to be so proactive because I get information from the emergency management, and and I'm able to share that with the citizens and the residents of Sheridan County as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, and and he wanted to make sure um, we sent out a thank you from him to the community for taking the blizzard warning seriously. Um, They had moved emergency resources around in preparation for the storm, but because the community didn't travel, the first responders weren't overstressed. Um, So thank you to the the community and then, of course, the the plow drivers, city, county, and WyDOT folks that worked hard late into the night and early in the morning earlier this week to keep the roads open.
5: And, you know, I'll say this. this. Living here in Wyoming, snow is something that you just kind of have to Accept. Uh, if I could get into the office, I wouldn't have any problems with what's going on outside.
6: Well, you know, you know, Floyd. Um, the one thing that that is important, obviously, and and YDOT has safety in mind, and and we all know how that road is from Buffalo to Sheridan from time to time. And so, I guess we'd a lot rather talk to you on the phone than have you flip over upside down on uh, Piney Creek Hill, and and being a world of hurt so i think that you know they keep safety in mind and and watch those roads and when go, you'll be able to feel a lot better about traveling on it
5: absolutely and and in my conversations with lieutenant eric jorgensen from the wyoming highway patrol i have learned that it's, it's part of his job to evaluate that safety And I really do trust his judgment. Um, You know, he's been out there for years. He's driven in some of the worst conditions that I've ever, ever heard of. So if he's the one saying, you know what, we need to drop the gate, well, by heck, we need to drop that gate.
6: Well, you're pretty comfy there on your couch and you're, you know, phone anyway, right?
5: (laughs) Uh, well, Mr. Commissioner, I will say that I uh, I haven't put on jeans in three days. Three days. It's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to continue with Sheridan County Commission. This is Public Pulse on nine thirty KROE and one hundred three point nine FM Sheridan.
3: First Federal Bank and Trust is committed to our community.
7: Beginning in January, we'll be donating $1,000 cash each week for 52 weeks to a qualified Sheridan County nonprofit organization. And Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget.
3: First Federal is one of two mutual banks in Wyoming, which means they don't pay stockholders. They reinvest your funds right back into the place we call home. Visit efirstfederal.bank for details. Community Commitment,
7: presented by First Federal Bank and Trust. And Sheridan Media. Member FDIC.
8: Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. We're giving away $2,500 in gift cards. Ho, ho, ho. Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Beginning Monday, December 19th, and every day until Friday, December 23rd, we're giving away $500 in gift cards every day. 10 $50 winners each day for five days for $2,500 in gift cards. That's right. Come in and register every day. Our first $500 in gift cards will be given away starting Monday, December 19th. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company
0: at 303 Broadway. I'm with Candace Crane from Sheridan
2: Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. For the first time in years, we have a full showroom of Power Sports and we're ready to offer some great deals.
0: Okay, what kind of deals?
2: For December only, we are discounting all of our in-stock dirt bikes, ATVs, side-by-sides, and snowmobiles anywhere from $100 to $1,000 off. I want that. Me too, and we can help you finance your purchase with no money down and no payments for 90 days.
0: Oh, you don't want to miss out, though, because the discounts only last through the end of December at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. It's the final day
3: to get your bids in on ShareToMedia.com's online Christmas auction. We've got gifts for everyone or yourself. Dining gift certificates, spa certificates, local retail merchant gift certificates, home and garden projects, outdoor fun. It's all there, but bidding ends tonight. We've got furniture from Mossolders and Carol's Furniture, a mad ramp from Handos. It's online. It ends tonight. The bidding at SheridanMedia.com for our online auction. Hurry! Good
5: morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought policy to you by First Federal, Federal Bank, and Bank and Trust. Over the phone, I am joined by Sheridan County Commissioners Christy Haswell and Nick Siddle. Now, now, big secret's been let out of the bag. The the name of uh, Sheridan, Sheridan County's emergency management, management new sniffing bomb dog, dog will be Scout. And that's thanks to all the Sheridan County students, County students out there, out there who uh, selected, that selected that name. And, and speaking,
6: speaking
5: of new government, government personnel, commissioners, how many new commissioners will we have in January?
6: January. Well we'll just have we'll have one new commissioner. In January, um, we'll be welcoming Sheriff Thompson, Sheriff Alan Thompson, who ran for County Commissioner, and so he will be taking Commissioner Terry Cram's place. Terry retired after about uh, 18 years as a County Commissioner, and so, so Sheriff Thompson will be stepping into that role.
5: You know, 18 years as a County Commissioner, I imagine he has seen some stuff, huh?
1: There's, there's a lot of wisdom and experience there, for sure. He's He's been a great comm- commissioner to learn from.
5: Now, he's
1: now, in county.
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 18 years sitting on a seat. There's probably not much that he hasn't had to deal with when it comes to county leadership.
6: Oh, I think that's most assuredly true, and, and you know, he's been very strong in the in the state as well on committees on the state level and and working on issues and and yeah we're losing a lot of knowledge with commissioner cram stepping out the door but we're very excited about new commissioner thompson coming in and and he's got a special set of skills that i certainly think will help us and and uh, i'm pretty sure we'll have a seamless transition and and keep moving forward
1: the the state association of conservation districts did just name terry the elected official of the year so uh,
5: yeah, he's he's done some great work. Oh, wow. Congratulations, uh, Commissioner Cram, on that uh, award. Now, I know I've asked in the past, and we do get a different perspective with someone who served so greatly in, in law enforcement, but how do we catch up new commissioners to what's happening around the county, the issues that they're going to have to deal with as soon as they, they are sworn in? I mean, you got to kind of hit the ground running there.
1: Yeah, and, and I think the great thing about Alan is that he's been attending our county commissioner uh, meetings since being elected sheriff. So he knows what's typically on the agendas, knows how we discuss issues. Um, he's part of the budgeting process. Um, so it, it is not going to take long to get him up to speed at all.
5: Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask some questions here real quick. Uh, uh, if you could be as candid as possible, uh, I'll start with you, Commissioner Siddle. What was your greatest challenge when you were elected? What do you feel was the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome?
6: You know, I think it, it really seems strange to, to get into a job and, and find out that a lot, of, a lot of things out there are things you don't typically think of when you're campaigning, when you're looking at the job, things like um, liquor licenses. We spend a lot of time talking about liquor licenses, um, and, and we spend a lot more time talking about personnel and those kind of issues than the, the issues that you tend to get asked when you're campaigning. So just the day-to-day operations are a little bit different than what you would expect.
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm,
6: and kind of getting mm-hmm. getting
5: your feet into that water, that water and realizing, wow, this isn't oh, going to be all about land. about
6: land. That's right, that's right, and it's not all going to be, you know, big... It's really strange. We'll have a lot of commissioner meetings where the public never, ever comes, and then you get one with one issue, and you've got a jam-packed room full of people and a big, long commissioner meeting, and other times our meetings last 20 minutes because we, we have such... Small, minor deals going on that nobody really cares.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you said, a lot of personnel issues, and and a lot of issues having to do with the day-to-day operations. Moving on yeah, to Commissioner Had, well what about what about you? What was your greatest hurdle when you when you uh, were elected into the seat? Similar to to Nick, I, I would
1: say, um, you know, you're constantly learning on the on the job. There's new things that, that come up all the time, and we've got great staff that that helps with some of those situation or new processes. Um, I, I think for me, what was also surprising is I, I was really, you know, expecting those angry calls at 10 o'clock at night, and and it's just been a real pleasure working with the public. You know, there, there were times during COVID things got a little heated and not so nice, but, but for the most part, um, everybody understands our, our job and, and what we need to do, and we help where we can. So it's it's been a good experience.
5: Well, that's good to that's hear, because uh, I think you guys are doing a fantastic job up there, and I'm hoping that both of you continue, serving. continue serving. Now... After conducting conducting an in-depth survey, survey, the Sheridan City Council and the Sheridan Sheridan County Commission have developed a housing land trust trust to help help mitigate the housing struggles struggles here in Sheridan Sheridan County. County. Commissioners, Commissioners, for those who may not know, what is the housing land trust and where are are we in the development development of that? Yeah,
1: Floyd, so the city had announced... uh, their selection for members to that council. Uh, We'll be announcing our selections at our meeting next Tuesday. Um, We'll we'll be getting with that board to kind of help get them kicked off. And then once they're established and have their executive team in place, um, I'm anticipating them putting out an RFP to see what kind of proposed projects we would get with that funding. Um, and, And there's a lot of ways to, to work that, um, you know, it's purchasing land that brings the price down and then, and then putting homes or apartments on that. Um, there's, there's some different ways to do that with developers.
6: So Floyd, the board that, that is being appointed is a seven person board, um, and they will work with Habitat for Humanity, um, to, uh, to develop the program and it'll be a completely separate program from habitats, normal programs. But, um, the, the city is appointing three members and I believe they've either already appointed them. I'm not sure if they've voted on them yet. And the County will be appointing four. And, and as Commissioner Haswell said, we'll be doing that in our public meeting next Tuesday. So then, you know, there's been a lot of questions out there in the public of, very specific items that we don't have the answers to yet. And that's why we're appointing these people who have a wide variety of expertise to take a look at what we are going to develop um, and, and then go forward from there. But we're really excited to partner with the city to try and do something about our, our housing issues, which our study showed was that affordable and attainable housing was our number one issue.
5: And, and a lot of places are facing that. When when the development of this housing land trust uh, was thrown out onto the table, was this pretty much the only idea, or were there some other ideas that were explored in those discussions?
1: There were some other ideas as well in that report. Um, and I, I know the the city is looking at some of their policies, their permitting policies, looking at a sliding scale for fees, um, that's, that's one other solution. Um, this, this was just um, kind of the first goal in terms of the ARPA funds because the clock's ticking on those funds and they need to be spent. So this was a priority to get stood up and established. Um, and then we'll continue working through those other items.
5: So we'll have other other programs kind of working in correlation with this land trust.
6: Well, we certainly hope down the road that once the initial funding that the city and the county agreed to put in kind of is spent, that there's a way to kind of keep this program going for for a while, or hopefully for perpetuity. With with the you know to to see how how it transpires from there because this is the money we're putting in right now is kind of one-time money. It's not going to be replaceable, and then we'll have to see where it goes in the future. You know, there has been the Woodland Park development is a great example of of a program that the county um, helped sponsor that that does show that that it is possible to do some of those things and get some people in some homes, and so we sure hope that, that this will help with that as well.
5: How is the Woodland Park uh, Uh, development development influential on this housing housing trust?
6: trust. Well, it gives us at least somewhat of a model to start with. I mean, the money that that was put into the the Woodland Park was basically for infrastructure, for streets, sewage, water, electricity, so on, to get that there so that the cost of the lots would be lower because they didn't have to pay but the the housing land trust i believe is going to be structured such that that the land will actually be owned by the trust and then the homes built will be owned by the individuals
5: and so that's kind of where that idea originated huh it,
1: well there's there's lots of models out there floyd and and we reached out to a uh, Few communities to see how they were doing it, um, you know, a developer could already own the land and would maybe approach the trust for covering infrastructure or um, for being able to put the infrastructure in, maybe provide a couple lots to the trust for homes. Or, again, it could be twin homes. It could be apartment buildings. Um, and then that board's going to have to set up um, for, for homes that are owned uh, an equity formula to, to understand, okay, well, in five years when they sell the home, how much can they make off of that so that we can keep it at a price that's still attainable workforce housing prices?
5: Absolutely. So the next individual who comes along isn't going to have to pay an arm and a leg. Exactly. Now, uh, has it been decided which commissioners will sit on this uh, trust? Is there going to be two or just one liaison? We,
1: we will not be a part of that council at all, nor will the city. Uh, the goal was really, um, be, because the ARPA dollars technically belong to the city and county, we need to appoint those members. But, but then the decision-making on those funds is up to that council. Um, we, we take a, a step back at that point.
5: No voting authority whatsoever.
1: None whatsoever.
5: <sighs> now, I, I, is that uh, to basically kind of keep the control into the hands of the trust self? I mean, is there is there there's not a worry there, right?
1: There is not, and because of the agreements that we've we've set up um, to, to form that council, and then agreements with Habitat. Um, there are just only really specific things that, that support attainable housing and workforce housing that they're allowed to do. Um, There'll they'll be a different model. You know, Habitat builds homes for folks up to that 80 percent average median income. Um, this is going to be for those folks 80 percent and, and above. So that'll be part of that council's job as well, as, is figuring out, okay, is it going to be 100 percent AMI, 120 percent AMI, um, so serving a different population. Um, specifically different than what the the Habitat model serves.
5: And I know there's, uh, as you said before, there's a lot of questions here that don't have any solid answers. But uh, do we at least have an estimate over how many individuals will be able to bring their families in?
1: It really just depends on the proposals that the Council sees. Um, We're... You know, kind of on the edge of our seats to see to see what that looks like. it's It's wide open at this point, Floyd. And
5: so everyone's kind of <laughs> waiting on waiting, on these, waiting on these proposals.
6: Correct. And you know it'll be we're taking baby steps here. You only have one chance to do it right. And so, yeah. we're trying to make sure we get the the right thing done and the all the right contracts in place and get everything done. To try and make sure that we do it right, I know there are some people out there who are very apprehensive about it, and 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 rightfully so. But but as I said in one of the public meetings, there's one thing we can do, and that's nothing, and we all know what that accomplishes. So we're giving this a shot and see where we can go forward with it, and and hopefully make a difference for at least a quite a few people in Sheridan County.
5: Now, we've talked about this quite a bit. Quite a bit. But if there was one thing that you do want the public to know about this housing land trust, what would that be? Or have we already covered it?
1: I think, Floyd, the, the important thing is that um, these ARPA funds were an opportunity to try to solve this housing problem that we've been hearing a lot about from our constituents. Um, we're providing the seed money but then stepping back, because at this time we don't feel like it's government's job to be involved, but but an opportunity to help solve problems 20, 30, 50 years into the future.
5: Absolutely. Mr. Siddle.
6: You know, I, I just think that the most important thing is for everybody to look at this with an open mind and uh, and watch it progress and, and hopefully be a help rather than a hindrance to the situation and we we certainly have some issues to climb how it's going to be taxed how it's all going to be and we don't have all those answers yet like i say and that's this we are going to appoint this commission that i think you'll be impressed by the people who are on there and and the diligence and what they will do
5: absolutely a a board made up made up of the community all right.
6: And All right. When we come back, say, come back. we had a lot of people apply to be on this board. It was there was a lot of interest out there, and we're appointing seven. But we have a strong. If the board continues, we have a strong contingency of people to fall back on that can be great replacements too, because we had a lot of interest in this board.
5: Well, that's actually really good to hear, because as we go forward with this, I imagine uh, you know individuals aren't going to be sitting on that board for. 10 years at a time. <laughs> Correct. All right, we'll be right back with the Sheridan County Commission. This is this Public is Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. <laughs>
7: First Federal Bank and Trust is excited to announce the First Federal Community Commitment Program. Each week for
3: 52 weeks starting in January, First Federal will select a Sheridan County nonprofit who will receive $1,000 in cash plus Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget.
7: You can find an entry form at any First Federal Bank location or online at efirstfederal.bank If you've received a donation from First Federal in the last three years, you're automatically entered into the drawing. Community Commitment, presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Members FDIC.
0: You grunt and groan every time you stand, bend, or reach. Aching bones and aching joints, they're not just painful, they're noisy. But seriously, for some, aching joints are debilitating. The specialists at Sheridan Ortho work tirelessly to end your aches and pains. From advanced hand and upper extremity surgery, to computer-navigated spine surgery, to complex sports medicine like hip arthroscopy, you're in good hands. Sheridan Orthopedics, serving Sheridan and the surrounding areas for over 50 years. Visit SheridanOrtho.com. Same-day appointments may be available champion
2: funeral home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families they provide support personable care and affordable prices to sheridan and johnson county and surrounding areas Champion Funeral Home has been family owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Do you love what you do? Well, I do. Hi, this is Jill Bates with Best Real Estate. I have the pleasure of working with many amazing people every day, assisting them with the next chapter, whether buying or selling. Real estate is not just looking at pretty homes. There are lots of hoops, steps, and challenges to overcome and people to coordinate to achieve a successful closing we don't expect you to know what to do you don't do this every day like we do let me and my outstanding and caring team at best real estate be your guide and make the start of your next chapter a success give us a call today 675-BEST as always make it a great day brokered by EXP hi
4: this is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean and we offer free HVAC cleaning estimates according to the U.S. Department of Energy 25 to 40 percent of the energy used for heating or cooling a home is wasted Contaminants in your HVAC system cause it to work harder and shorten the life of your system. Call for your free estimate and start saving money today by making your system more cost-effective and reducing how hard it has to work to maintain your home's temperature. Captain Clean 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. Montana, Dakota utility slogan in the community to serve goes beyond providing safe and reliable electric and natural gas service. MDU and its dedicated employees are committed to the communities they serve, work and live. The folks at MDU hope this holiday season ends on a merry note and makes way for a fresh and bright new year. May the joy of the holidays light up your heart through the new year to come from your friends at Montana, Dakota utilities. Happy holidays, everyone.
5: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am speaking with Sheridan County Commissioners Christy Haswell and Nick Siddle. Now, uh, we've, we've talked about a lot of issues, the housing land trust that is being developed. We've talked about the bond dog. Well, what about some of the stuff that's going on here in your county? County, county road and county, bridge, and bridge and jobs and projects. And uh, projects. Uh, uh, Commissioner uh, Siddle? what's going on there?
6: Well, you know, first of all, like I said earlier, right now, obviously the number one priority of county road and bridge is getting the snow taken care of the best we can and, and getting that taken care of, but... Um, Currently, we're, we're fully staffed, but we have one district operator um, who does roads for us who will retire at the start of the year. And so if you're interested in a, in a job like that, um, we'll advertise that right at the start of the year that we, we need a, a district operator, and that will be a person who will basically grade county roads and work for the road and bridge. Um, and we also are looking for some part-time snowplow drivers. We currently have two of them, but uh, but we're always looking for an additional part-time snowplow driver. And to do those jobs, you must have a CDL. Um, but our county road and bridge is very progressive and good to work for, and, uh, and, and those are really good county jobs and uh, very steady work as well. So if you're interested in that, why be available for that.
5: Right, Commissioner, just real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, ask a couple questions in regard to working for the county. There's there's a lot of benefits, lot of that, benefits come that come with that, that position, position isn't, there?
6: isn't there? Oh yeah, we have, we offer uh, very good insurance, and the uh, employees of the county are on Wyoming State the Wyoming State Retirement Program, which is about as good as you can get. Which is the you can retire when you make the rule of eighty five, um, which is age plus years of service combined, and the Wyoming state retirement system is incredible. And, and, yes, and, of course, we have paid sick leave and paid vacation time and and uh, really great health insurance, and we also have dental and optical insurance. Yeah, really good benefits.
5: And, see, that's why you hear about these individuals working for, for the county and the city all the way up to retirement. You get these good jobs. And you want to stay right where you're at.
1: It's it's fun when we um, you know, notice employees and, and um appreciate employees that have been here for twenty five, thirty, fifty years. Um it it's cool to see.
5: And I mean when it really comes down to like a, a job you're serving the community at the same time that you're earning a good living, you've got benefits what do they need to do if they want to apply to this position?
6: Just go to our Sheridan County website, um, SheridanCounty.com, and uh, and take a look at, at the openings. We all have always have our openings posted on our website, and the process to go through. and uh, It's pretty simple to to fill out an application and take a look at employment for the county and and we have you know we have clerk jobs in the different offices and stuff open frequently so so just be checking our online stuff
5: now uh, i'm sure hr probably deals with this a lot more than our county commissioners but if i were to submit an application or say a resume to a position and let's say i don't get that position can i apply to more than one job?
1: Absolutely. Um, Yeah, there's nothing that says you can't send a couple resumes in for for a couple different positions. Um, And then obviously, you know, if you're successful, selected for the one that we see would be the best fit.
5: The best fit, okay. So you just put everything you've got on that resume, folks, and shoot that out to them, and who knows where you might end up. Now, uh, what is the commissioner. Con- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you never know, right? <laughs> what is the what Conservation is the design, the subdivision? design
1: Subdivision? So, so Floyd, the Conservation Design Subdivision is a subdivision that, um, well, a permitting process that was put together in 2020, and the goal was to allow for development, but retain open space, um, and so since since 2010, we've had four subdivisions that have been approved and 44 single-family lots were created. In that process, more than 70 percent of the total area of those subdivisions, um, which is 184 acres, has been permanently set aside for agricultural or recreational purposes. So. Um, it just It's a successful story that shows that development and conservation can co- coexist.
5: And, you know, when people move out here or up here, a lot of times they're looking for that environment. They're looking for that hometown feel. They're looking for shared values. And, you know, looking out your window and seeing Wyoming. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind having a farm right outside the house. I'm sure, you know, the swath or close to the house would probably get me after a while. <laughs> but looking out there and seeing an open, beautiful field, maybe that has a little bit of farmland or some cows on it, is, is a heck of a lot better than looking out and seeing an apartment complex, right?
6: Absolutely, and it's just another, another process of a way to develop land that, it is a little more environmentally friendly and, and like you say, aesthetically pleasing as well.
1: And, Floyd, I and guess it, I would just add okay, that okay. when we do that, we can get the lot sizes down but still give folks elbow room. So that helps bring down the price of those lots as well, just, you know, as we talk about affordable housing.
5: And this is one of those situations where we see the foresight of a county commission. And its, and its successful, successful implementation.
6: implementation. You know we have a we have an outstanding comprehensive plan in our county, and and our kudos to our public works department, our planning and zoning, and our and our uh, planning and zoning board for just their foresight and their thought. And and there's a lot of thought that goes into these processes.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Thinking Uh, 10, 20, 30 years down the line, line, what uh, is my community going to look like? What do we want our community to look like? And those are big decisions because you never know what's going to come down the pike, right?
8: Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, uh,
5: commissioners, you've got a couple holiday closure dates. Uh, Uh, What's that going to look like over the holidays?
6: Well, you know, it's kind of a strange year because both Christmas and New Year's this year fall on a Sunday. And so, so we will actually be observing those holidays on the courthouse. The Christmas holiday will be observed on the 26th, and New Year's will be observed on the 2nd. So, so that will be kind of a little different situation, um, being the fact that those two holidays do fall on a Sunday, then we will move forward to the next day um being a day off uh and that will be when it'll be observed. I assume that people will probably still eat Christmas dinner on Sunday, but they'll at least get to sit around and relax and and, and watch football on Monday. So
5: <laughs> get a get a nice, get a nice day, day off, off
6: right? right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs>
5: you don't have to worry yeah, about, about the awesome, holiday. Man, you back. don't have to worry about dinner. About dinner.
6: <laughs> <laughs> That will move back to swearing-in ceremony for our new county, for our new county elected officials. Then we'll move back to the third instead of the second of January, which is normally when it would be.
5: Now uh, I've only got about two minutes left. Uh, uh, Commissioner Haswell, you had something about the airport that you wanted to, to alert folks to.
1: Yeah. We just wanted to make sure, um, I guess kudos to the to the airport um, and Sky West, but we haven't had any canceled flights and business is going well.
5: Oh, wow. That's, oh, wow. that's, that's impressive that's with this weather going on outside, isn't it?
6: Yep, yeah, it sure is. And then I guess we'd also just like to, at the end of the year, John Stopka, who's been the airport manager for 45 years, will be retiring on january first and and thank john for his vision and foresight for making the sheridan county airport what it's become in the last 45 years
5: absolutely and and when it comes to him correct me if i'm wrong but he kind of worked his way up at that uh, at the airport from the bottom to the top right
6: right absolutely yep he started out you know sweeping floors basically and worked his way up to being the manager of a very successful airport.
5: That's fantastic to hear, and
6: all the best to him as he uh,
5: as he looks forward to retirement. Commissioners, I want to thank you for taking the time to visit with us today. Happy holidays to you, your family, and stay warm out there.
6: Thanks, Floyd. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.
1: Merry
5: Christmas. You've been listening to Public Policy on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Jared.
3: Federal Bank and Trust is committed
7: to our community. Beginning in January, we'll be donating $1,000 cash each week for 52 weeks to a qualified Sheridan County nonprofit organization, and Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. First Federal is one of
3: two mutual banks in Wyoming, which means they don't pay stockholders, they reinvest your funds right back into the place we call home. Visit efirstfederal.bank for details. Community Commitment, presented by
7: First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. I'm with
0: Candice Crane from Sheridan Honda and Powersports.
2: Tommy, hi. Honda is back at it again with another great redesign. Tell me more. The brand new CR-V is sleek and modern inside and out. It has more legroom and cargo space. And I got to tell you, I've been driving it for a few weeks and it's by far the easiest and most convenient vehicle I've ever driven.
0: I should check that out.
2: You should. And while you're visiting, we'll give you an offer to buy your current vehicle. And if you sell us your vehicle before the end of December, we'll give you a $100 gas card.
0: Get some extra Christmas cash at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports.
3: Do you own that house? You know, the one with the holes in the front door, disintegrating window sills, paint coming off in sheets, and weeds as high as a roof—the one house that everybody in the neighborhood knows. Do you want to just walk away, but you can't afford to without some money in your pocket? Well, Wild Renovation is perfect for you. They'll make you a cash offer for your home, no matter the condition or how rough it is. Find them on Facebook or at WildRenovation.com. We're
8: away $2,500 in gift cards. Ho, ho, ho. Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Beginning Monday, December 19th and every day until Friday, December 23rd we're giving away $500 in gift cards every day. 10 $50 winners each day for five days for $2,500 in gift cards. That's right. Come in and register every day. Our first $500 in gift cards will be given away starting Monday, December 19th. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Design Center wants to make your Christmas shopping fun. From now until December 23rd, Moss Holders will be giving away gift certificates each and every day. Every day, Moss Holders will be putting a different category of furniture on sale, too. Up until December 23rd, you can save on mattresses, recliners, sofas and sectionals, bedroom, dining, accessories, and more. Stop by Moss Holders to see what's on sale today and enter for your chance to win up to a $500 gift certificate. That's Moss Holders Design Center Christmas Sale. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion.
5: Some people like their morning coffee for the rush. But savoring that
0: creamy, sweet McCafe is your signature move for making that morning rush slow way down.
3: Take
1: your time and add caramel to your hot iced or blended coffee. Right now, get a $2 any-sized iced coffee. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other
4: offer. This is Dan Marshall with Captain Clean. While dirty ductwork and carpet doesn't necessarily mean unhealthy air in your home, school, or workplace, they may be contributing to larger health issues or harboring contaminants that could cause serious problems for people with respiratory health conditions, autoimmune disorders, or environmental allergies, call Captain Clean today for your free HVAC and free carpet cleaning estimate. It's 100% free. Captain Clean, 6720726. Affordable choices for healthy living.
0: KROE. Sheridan. Broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. KROE.